Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts Inspired. I am Tanashia R. Wells and this week's episode, I just want to share those things that the Lord has been sharing with me that he, revelation, knowledge, whatever he is saying, I just want to share that with you this week. I do want to start off with Vashti. Because the Lord has shown me even more about Vashti. And so in the first couple of verses in Esther chapter 1. The Lord pointed out the fact that the king, King Xerxes, sat on a throne. A royal seat. That royal seat, a throne, is a place of honor. A place that we as people, I think because we are over here in America, we don't necessarily fully understand the value of the throne. However, the throne, again, is a place of honor. It is a place of value. And with the UK looking at uh, the queen over in the UK, it's a place and a seat of honor. It is a position of honor. And with honor, there comes value. There is protection that comes from that seat of honor. There are many things that come from that seat of honor. Provision that comes from the seat of honor also. And so... We see that for the king. However, the queen also sits in a seat of honor. A position of honor. And what happened in that seat, in that position, that place of honor. Was it honored? Was it valued as a honorable seat? Was it? Did she honor her own position enough to honor the king? And I've gotten responses back and feedback that, hey, he probably asked her to only wear the crown and nothing else. And since my Bible doesn't say it in that way, I'm not going to go in that direction. It was a place and a seat and a position of honor. And did she honor her own position so that she could honor his position? Because many times, and again, we don't see our position as something that should be honored. We may think that, oh, I am just a mother, just an aunt, just a daughter, just a son, just like if to demean the positions that God has blessed us with and placed us in. But we are not just anything. We are created in the image and the likeness of the Most High God. We are called to impact others for the kingdom. 
we are called to go out and teach and preach the gospel and also to cast out demons and some other things. So we're not even here for our own our own wants and desires. We're here to relate to others. God is a God of relationship. So we are not just anything. We are who God has created us to be for a time as this. And we are to honor the position that he has blessed us with. Value it. And I go back to the previous episode where I talked about valuing the positions that he's placed us in. And asking for the purpose of the position that he's blessed us with. The positions that we are in as mothers, as daughters, as sisters, as aunts, as a cousin. What is the purpose of that position? Are we valuing that or are we demeaning it with that word just? And by the way, just is a very limiting word. If you think about it, when you use the word just, it's like you just you want to say like it is just this and nothing else. We are not just anything and nothing else. We are so much more and we're still discovering who we are in Christ. And the more that we know who God is, the more that we know who Jesus is, we get we learn so much more about ourselves. We learn who we are. We learn why we are here. We learn more and more. The calling may change. Our purpose is our purpose. And what is this purpose for this assignment, for this position, in this time and in this season? We, 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 get, to, we get to continually continually learn who God created us to be. We are ever growing, maturing, learning. So what is the purpose again for the position and are we honoring, valuing the positions that we are in? As entrepreneurs, even if you work a job or in a certain career, what is the purpose of the position? What are your core values? Because those are your core. They shouldn't shift and change like like waves that come in and go out. What are you representing in that position? Who are you representing in the positions that you are in? Do you represent the Lord in one position and not the Lord in another? These are all things for for us to be thinking about. And asking the Lord, especially about the purpose of the positions. Even for friends. Why is this person in my life? Is there something specific you want me to do with this person? For this person? To pour into this person? How do you want me to speak life 
into this person? Are we asking the Lord those questions and allowing him to be Lord over every relationship, every part of our life? And that brings me to a whole other point. We like we will pray and ask God to have his way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way in our lives, Lord. Have your way. And then when the Lord attempts to do so, we're like, wait, hold up. Not that part. Not that door. Not that area. Why? He redeemed us. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So we belong to him. When we own anything, if we have a car, we get into the car and we go where we want to go, when we want to go, how we want to go, it's ours. So we use it as we will. Why can't God do the same? Why can't God say, hey, I need you to go over here and do this? Are our own plans our own desires blocking the Lord from using us and we belong to him are we like no not today God not right now God and again we belong to him we get to use what belongs to us on earth the way we want to use it however God doesn't get to use us as he will Why do we do things like this? Why do we limit what God wants to do in our lives? And then we'll go back to God and be like, God, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Well, first of all, we live on a fallen earth. But what about that obedience? And I'm not just talking to you all. It's like these are things that the Lord has shown me. Why do we do this? Why do we limit him and we belong to him? It's kind of like rejection. We belong to him. So anyone who talks about us, who has an issue with us, really has an issue with our father because we belong to him. We do this and we not we don't fully think about why we're doing this. Why we're limiting him. Do we? I don't even really think we think that we're limiting the Lord and what he wants to do in our lives. But this is something that we do. It's time for us to repent. Repent. And allow God to be God in our lives. Move a whole lot closer to God. And as we draw nearer to him, he draws nearer to us. Those times when we feel distant from the Lord. Lord, I'm not hearing you. I'm not connecting with you like before what was the last thing the Lord told you to do have you done that yet and I say yet you may still have the opportunity to go do what the Lord told you to do walk in the thing that the Lord has called you to walk in don't lean on your own understanding from Proverbs 3 5 It is 
your understanding that got you into the situation that you're in the way you understood it have you ever asked the lord for his perspective for what he has to say about what is going on in your life i remember one time i was saying something about being abandoned and i had shared this with other people i shared it um, as i was teaching many times and one day the lord said did they really abandon you and i'm like lord what do you mean abandon means they dropped me off they didn't pick me up abandon they didn't come back and he said did they really and of course since the lord is asking the question there must be something awry with my own perspective and now the lord wants to give me another perspective and at first i was fighting the perspective i didn't want to hear it like this is the truth that i have known for so long and now you're getting ready to uproot what i believe is truth it which means it's a lie i'm believing this lie as truth and the lord was like no longer will you believe this lie no longer will you spew this lie how about i give you truth so later on that day he shares with me no it really was not abandonment even though it looked and appeared to be that way this is really love how they did what they did love and of course we have our own ideas our own perspective on what love should look like and so the lord really showed me no this was an act of love this is where this person's heart was when they did what they did and it brought me to a place of tears and i was like wow lord i didn't see it that way thank you for your perspective thank you for loving me enough to show me my heart cuz my heart was hard towards this person and although i had attempted to forgive them several several times it took the lord's perspective to help me to forgive them and then to learn to honor them honor the position that they have in my life so what is it that you need the lord's perspective on what lie have you been spewing that you have been talking about for years because to you it look like this have you asked the lord lord what is your perspective on this what do you have to say about what happened in my life have you asked the lord and not leaned onto your own understanding submitting those things to him and allowing him to sort the things the the times of your life to sort them out to show you how much he loves you to show you how much he cares to show you that he doesn't take 
the the title or the seat or position of father lightly. God loves us. The question is because of our limited idea, our limited way of thinking, will we allow him to love us? Because we want it in a certain way. We want it to look a certain way. God is love according to 1 John 4. He is love. He defined love. So will we allow the Lord to love on us the way he knows? Because he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows us very intimately. Will we allow him to love on us the way we need to be loved? Because we may think we should be loved a certain way, but the Lord knows much better than we do exactly how that should happen. So when the Lord tries to love on us, will we accept his love? Will we open our hearts to him and say, yes, Lord. Because ultimately the Lord wants our yes. Again, we don't have to lean on our own understanding and figure everything out. We say yes. And we allow him to lead us, to guide us, to direct us. And then we follow him in the way that we should go. So I want to pray. I want, to, want us to pray, Lord God, first of all, I repent. We repent for leaning our own, on our own understanding, for not valuing the purpose of the position, for not honoring our own position, to then help us to honor the positions that we are to honor in our lives. Forgive us for limiting ourselves, limiting those around us, that we will not see anything as just anything, but that we will seek you for your perspective on everything. We're your children. So how do you see? the situation how do you see the person we also repent for judging others that is not ever the purpose of our positions so forgive us for judging others we thank you lord for loving us the way that you do We thank you for being love. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are a teacher and you get to teach us about love. You get to show us ourselves. You you give us different perspective. Help us to be open to your perspective, to your love. We submit ourselves to you. And this time when we say, have your way, We mean have your way. Forgive us for limiting how you want to love us and move in and through us. Have your way. 
so that others will be impacted by your kingdom, by you, and what you want to do and say to them. It is in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen.